The Joes are headed to a wedding, if you were wondering just how close we were getting to completely out of ideas. I mean, the bar to clear is still that one episode of Transformers where Perceptor put his brain in an extra-dimensional geisha, but if anyone can beat that, it's this show. The wedding in question is for Lifeline's sister, and if you thought he was a pacifist, his entire family is also. So that's a thing. The wedding is being catered by the Zartan family, but when I was a kid I just assumed that mercenaries did any work that happened to come up, so this didn't feel that unusual to me. Xandar fires some weird neck chips into the Joes, and the Dreadnoughts hit a few more on a nearby test range. These apparently react to this mood-altering pipe organ being played by Dr. Mindbender. Which is a pretty great sentence. The organ can inspire a number of different emotions in the Joes, including fear and surprise and ruthless efficiency. Also, while this is all being set up, Serpentor degrades Cobra Commander because it's a day ending in Y. The secondhand emotions, which is a dumb thing to call them, but that's the title of the episode, end up ruining the wedding of these people we've never seen before, which I guess is supposed to feel awkward? Then Lifeline steals a trolley because he's a crazy person and he nearly runs over his friends like in that philosophical problem. But even under the thrall of Dr. Mindbender's freak organ, they have a better time of it than Cheaty did. The Cobra team put their heads together to figure out their next move, by which I mean Serpentor shouts a lot until they turn it up a few notches. Which is his usual MO. Also, they captured Roadblock and are basically just torturing him right here, because I guess it just saves on omnipresent cameras to have a target in the same room with you. Lifeline goes back to apologize to his sister and gets yelled at by his dad, who blames the outburst on the fact that Lifeline joined the military. Back at the test range, all the Joes have decided to pick up some weapons after their recent unexplained emotional outbursts, which seems sensible. The Dreadnoughts attack, and Dr. Mindbender strokes his organ some more. The, the keys of his organ, I mean. Then Serpentor takes over, and this is bound to go well. The Dreadnoughts toss a bomb into the arsenal as they take off, but Lifeline diffuses it in time. Then he drags his hurt friends to the house of his sister, who just got married today, and is presumably busy consummating her marriage. Sure, bring a bunch of wounded soldiers to her house. Why not? Serpentor yells some more and Lifeline tries to make up with his dad again and suddenly I realize there are like four minutes left in this one and I'm running way shorter than my usual review. But really, this one's just a mess. The story's all over the place. Everyone seems weirdly off model, like I'm watching the Dr. Katz version of G.I. Joe or something. And the score suddenly picked up some super cheesy synth cues. On an entirely unrelated note, no, I will not be covering the Deke series when I'm done with this one. I guess this happens, which is kind of interesting. Green is for envy. Red is for pain. Yellow is fear. Purple is vain. Orange is anger. Blue is despair. Your moods will keep changing more than you can bear. <laughs> Applaud me! I just made up a song. Okay, first, the keys are all white, like all of them, even the ones that should be black. But there are definitely none of those other colors you mentioned. Second, leave the rhyming up to Roadblock, alright? The Joes end up shaking off the effects of the emotion chips by, get this, fighting them. They don't do any kind of special trick or even actually discover that they all have tiny microchips in their necks, they just resist it and it works. And while I'm not prepared to say this is tiny geisha mind switch dumb, it's still pretty dumb. 